0: Host Victor Young, the Daily Life Coach, and we have a great episode for all the people out there who feel like they have lost their mojo. No, I did not say mojo. This is not a cooking show. Let's make it clear, people. I'm not referring to the voodoo doll out there of your ex that you named mojo either. I'm talking about your swag. Yes, you're a cocky, creative, crip walk. So all you writers, coders, interior designers, entrepreneurs, and the list goes on. Get on the list and listen up. I'm talking to you. But wait, before we get down to business, we must thank this week's sponsor, BeamerCon. BeamerCon is a conference that unites car enthusiasts, artists of all kind, and raises money for veterans' organizations. You can follow BeamerCon on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at B-I-M-M-E-R-C-O-N, BeamerCon. For more information about the $10,000 fashion designer competition in 2018, you need to follow right after this podcast. It's on like Donkey Kong. It's time to get down the business. If you've been hung up like a tuxedo in a closet and can't find your professional groove, then this podcast is for you. The name of this week's podcast is How to Unleash Your Creative Power. Some of us know we have creative power. Some of us don't. No matter who you are, we're going to figure out today on how to unleash it. Unleash your fury. There's been many times throughout my life that I've thought about giving up. I've just considered throwing in the towel on projects just based upon the fact that I just get stuck. I run out of juice. Or I can't get my juices flowing. So I'm going to share a few of my personal secrets with you on how I remove some of my creative blocks. One of the first things I do when I find myself hung up is I go on a negativity diet. The negativity diet is like ground zero for me to be able to really free up those brain cells that are just hung up and stuck on whatever drama has been dropped upon me thrusted upon me, the drama that people bring that you just can't seem to stop listening to. Drama is the number one killer of creativity. For all you filmmakers out there, you know what I'm talking about. You're on location, you've got a great script, everything's going well, next thing you know you've got an actor and a director not getting along, next thing you know the campaign begins. Craft services is horrible, you don't like the way the scene's being blocked out, the list goes on. You don't like the camera angles. You're not excited about the portrayal of your character. And you begin to bring the entire cast and crew down. I've seen it happen. In the world of sports, I've seen it. You're on the bench. Coach isn't playing you. You melt down. Next thing you know, by the time you do get back in the game, your ability to be creative and create plays and create space on the field and make things happen completely goes away. You can't remember the playbook. You can't remember the things that you normally do naturally and do well because you're frustrated. You're thinking about the time that you were on the bench. You're thinking about the plays that you weren't in. You're thinking about last week's game, next week's game. You're thinking about everything except for the moment that you're actually in. Negativity can take away the now. Negativity can take away our ability to look at the space and time, the beauty around us, the stories. It all goes away. Because we get hung up on this thing, this event that we're unable to disconnect from. So my ne- my negativity diet looks like this. The first thing I have to do is I have to let people know today and until further notice, I'm on a negativity diet, meaning you can't bring anything negative to me unless you're just looking for help and a solution. That I can help with, but if you're just looking to vent and throw your bag of boo-boo, Then I'm out because I've got my own bag. And so does the next guy next to me and so does the guy next to him. So you have to let people know that you're unwilling to receive any of their negative baggage. After 24 to 48 hours, they'll get over being upset with you. And they'll become positive and they'll become productive. And they'll actually help you get to the next step. Something else that I do is this. Get some face time with the most creative people that you know. So they can help get your engine running. I'm talking all forms of creative people. Illustrators, painters, creative entrepreneurs, writers, athletes. Anyone who you know is creative. Spend some time with them. Ask them what they're working on. Being creative is contagious. When you're around someone working on developing a screenplay or a book or a play, or a new department, a sales team, they're architecturally building something, creating something. I don't care who you are, it's exciting. That excitement is so powerful that it can erase a lot of that negativity we've taken in that we didn't even realize we were holding on to or listening to. That's the power of being around energized, creative people. Here's something else for you. I really like this. Start focusing on the mission at hand and look at the successes and failures from a 360-degree vantage point. What I mean by this is change your point of view. Change your vantage point. Looking at the same situation you looked at four days ago or four months ago or four weeks ago with a different set of eyes from a different vantage point really ignites creativity. Take a step back. Who else is in the room? Who could be in the room? Who's involved before we start the process? Who's involved after we end what we see as the end of the process? What happens next? Take that small child approach. And then what happens? You'd be amazed what you come up with. Something else I do is this. I take away the budget. Take away the money aspect. Because money can also cloud your creativity. Because you get so focused on, I need this amount of money that you stop thinking, you stop trying, you stop creating, because all you can focus on is the fact that you don't have enough money to finish the project. It doesn't cost you a dime to be creative and develop an amazing story, a business model, a plan, a technology, a landscape. It costs you nothing to design it and develop it. To actually build it and create it, you need money for that. But I guarantee you, if you spend the right amount of time, effort, energy putting it together the right way, the money will follow it. It always does. Money follows money. I create partnerships with other creative people that can help you with your project and you make a mutual agreement to help them with their project down the road. But make sure you live up to that promise. No one likes a liar or a lazy jackwagon. I'm just saying. The what's in it for me factor will always exist, even in the creative world. What does that look like? You find someone else who's working on a project, and you can benefit from their skill set, their network, and you offer yours back. And as long as they can mutually benefit from your skill set and your network, you make a pact. And you both benefit. You both put a timeline and a level of output so that you both know going into it what you're going to get and what they're going to get. And it's all agreed upon in advance. You know, Don't be afraid to announce that you have a project in development. This is something that I love to do. Some people hear me making announcements about projects that I'm going to do and things that I'm going to do, and they think, you are such an egomaniac. But I'm not, and it hurts me that you feel that way. You can hear the hurt resonating in my voice right now. Hurt. This is the sound. After I recover from my severe hurt, what occurs is a certain level of accountability. When I speak something out into the universe and people actually hear me say I'm going to do X, it provides a little bit of accountability that would not exist if I was too afraid to tell anyone and secretly worked on my project until I got stuck and it would allow me to secretly quit in the shadows And no one would ever know the wiser. Don't make it easy for yourself to quit. Make it really tough for yourself to quit. You also need a few good knights. Every king or queen needs some loyal knights. The loyal knights that I'm talking about are not actually knights in shining armor. Not physically in armor. These are the individuals that may not even be creative. They're just really, really good support people. They know how to open doors. They know how to get things done. They know how to keep you on deadlines and timelines. And They're just really good at helping the creative geniuses. These people play instrumental roles, the knights, at your roundtable. Because you respect and like them enough that you can't get mad at them when they push you a little bit. Or they keep the flow of the project going. When you keep that pace and that flow going, then you have to keep up with it. You can't just lag behind and engage when you want to. They require you to stay good, to be good, to be the best you can possibly be. Certain days, the best you can possibly be may not be that great. But two days later, you may have one of those moments where you're a superhuman. But you'll never get those days unless you have the repetition and the ups to keep you moving forward towards it. If not, you'll have the peaks and the valleys, and your projects will take twice as long to complete. The knights in shining armor, the knights at your round table, you got to have them. Something else that I make sure I do is this. I am notorious for working so hard... That literally I fry my brain cells and my creativity is cooked. Smells like bacon, actually. Actually smells really good. I just literally burn every bit of fuel in my tank. My little oven has no wood. I don't like that. Strike that from the record. Whole oven thing. Anyway, when I need to reset myself, I'll go watch a silly movie. I'll go watch something that completely takes me away from the now, from the stress, from the tension, from the timelines. I'll go watch Tropic Thunder or something on like Comedy Central or whatever movie really allows me to disconnect from the stress. When you get rid of some tension, you're like a creative rocket. It's amazing what happens creatively when the tension goes away. You're able to see your people around you in a different light you're able to see their strengths and their positive attributes and and how you can really maximize your people assets within your organization when you can get rid of some of that tension everything starts to really just come into focus again if you can really just start with a few of these tips and there's a lot more that i could really give you but if you start with these You'll be amazed at how quickly things come back into focus for you. All it takes is a few bad weeks, a few bad months, a bad review, a bad client appraisal. And that little one degree of separation that I often speak about just takes you off your game just enough that you're not as effective as you normally are. You don't feel that creative power that you normally possess and harness. It makes it difficult for you to think through situations where the market's being competitive. And you let a competitor now become a disruptor in your marketplace because you can't do the things you normally do. Because you've lost your mojo. Your edge is gone. You were once a sword and you became a butter knife. And don't get me wrong, I love butter. I love spreading butter on pancakes. Butter knives come in handy, but it's just not the tool of choice when it's time to go to war and make great things happen. So let's review a few things. Get some FaceTime with some extremely creative people. They'll help get your engine running. Focus on the mission at hand and look at the successes and failures from a 360 degree vantage point. Change the point of view. Get some other people's opinions. Get some fresh feedback and appraisals. Don't focus on the money or the lack of resources. Focus on what you have today. Pretend you've got all the money and resources in the world that you need, and that's how you plan, develop, and create. That's when you come up with the best work, the best story, the best outcomes, the best training plans, the best marketing, the best strategies and social media, whatever it is you're trying to create, that's when you'll give it your best. You'll write the best script and screenplay with the most amazing tone and story and action when you're not thinking about the budget. If I write this film and it's over what I know I can produce, I know it'll never get made, so I'm not going to write the movie that's the amazing movie I want to write. Write the movie first. Make the best you can possibly make. You can always go back and change some dialogue or delete a location or two. But you've got to start with a rich story. Tone, layers, and characters full of dimension. Don't be afraid to announce your project. That's your accountability. Get your nights at the round table. They'll help you keep things on a timeline. Make time to disengage Make time to go fishing, go ride your donkeys, whatever it is that makes you smile horseback riding, swimming, play some tennis, golf, whatever it is that makes you relax. You got to get somebody in there. Go to sleep, just sleep. Sleep makes a lot of people happy. I know people that love sleep. Sleep's like winning the lottery for them. And most importantly, start now. Don't delay this stuff. Don't say, you know what, this is really good information, and one day, I'm going to be ready to make change. You will never find yourself in a perfect enough position to start making change. You just have to make change. That's it. You just have to start somewhere. And know that it's going to be tough on day one, but it'll be easier on day two, and a little bit easier on day three. It will continue to become a little bit easier. Until you're so deep into your project that it has momentum, has velocity. You've got people on board that are also pushing it for you. So the load won't all be on your shoulders. Once you start creating that velocity and, that, and you're creative and other people join in, it starts to become obtainable. Well, that's all we have this week for how to unleash your creative power. Join me next week for an interview with world-renowned sports psychiatrist and champion builder, Dr. Nick Dewan. You got it right, folks. I have Dr. Nick Duan, world-renowned sports psychiatrist. Find out how he builds champions. It's pretty cool. It's very scientific. Be blessed and subscribe to The Daily Life Coach so you're always the first to know. Live fearless, my friends, and unleash your creative power.